Unplanned trick. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, jam eaters and jam munchers, welcome to Unplanned Treks, 50 Shades of Trek Project, where we are counting down the 50 most sexiest welcome episodes of Unplanned Treks, 50 Shades of Star Trek. My name is Isaac and I'm one of the two beautiful hosts of Unplanned Trek. I'm joined by Andrew. How are you, Andrew? Oh. Hello there, Chopper. Hello, everybody. How are you going? Hi, Andrew. <laughs> We've got Mark on the top left. How are you, Mark? I'm pretty good. How are you, Isaac? Good. And I can also see you on my bottom left as well in the background there with Aslan. How are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? Really well, thank you. For people that are new to our format, what we're doing at the moment is doing a live rewatch of the episode of Picard Season 1. Episode three, the end is the beginning. We're going to watch it live with the sound down and the subtitles on. We're going to talk through the show while it's happening like an old style audio DVD commentary. And then at the end, we are going to look at the best characters, the worst characters. We're going to highlight any instances of romance, fighting, any pets, anyone that dies. They all get medals in, in our format. So we're really looking forward to doing this one today. I've got the synopsis of what we can expect in today's episode. We've got completely unaware of her special nature. Soji continues her work and captures the attention of the Borg Cube Research Project's executive director. That sounds like Mark. Were you in this episode, Mr. Cartier? I was the uh, Borg Research Cube's executive director. Okay, so that's the intro done. Now what we're going to do is play you the best parts of us listening and watching the show if you want to experience that whole thing like an old style dvd audio commentary head to our youtube page where it's completely unedited here come the best bits here though and then after that we'll jump into the medals you know um the best bit about this is that um commodore o the romulan yep. double agent dude you know who yep. she is she's the girlfriend from karate kid too right Right. <laughs> yeah, and, and she's been in Cobra Kai, like the yeah. Karate Kid sequel. Isn't, isn't some of this season filmed in the same place as Karate Kid? Oh, I don't know that. Yeah, I, I think I think they're in the same town. Where, oh, okay. Where Los Madison, Angeles. That might be. In Los Angeles' oh. beautiful San Fernando Valley. Do you know what? Not everything happens in Los Angeles, okay? No, I, Everything in Star Trek happens in Los Angeles. Or... No, it happens in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Paula Brady, who plays Laris, is one of, I think, 32 people who've been in Star Trek and Doctor Who. Yeah, I reckon you've got the list in your head too, don't you? Yeah, of course I have, yeah. yeah. Of, of, and of, of that list, I've actually met two of the 32. Unplanned Trek! What do you think of these uniforms? I love them. Mm, me too. I'd, I'd scroll. I'd stroll down. Hobart wearing one of those. Nice iPad cases they've got too. Actually, they look like they would. If you dropped them, they probably wouldn't break. Yeah, I haven't got a case like that. You need. You fucking need one with yours. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, you haven't seen his iPad. It's it's fantastic. Glenn Daniels. Glenn Daniels. 
I just want to say hi to the people who at least we can see in the comments real quick. Uh, Margit, if you're still awake, hello, and all the way from Germany. Oh. Uh, Michael Adam Goodwill from the UK, hello, how are you if you're here? Andrew Hogan. That's I don't know who that guy is, but he smells like he's from Tasmania. <laughs> I smell like that. Let's see, Nancy Congdon is here. She's from the American Midwest. I think it's Indiana. Uh, Brennan Mystic, Mystical Mar. Hello. How are you, Brennan? Brennan says, I'm new. Welcome. He's new. Hi, he Jesse B. How are you? Good to see you. And live and, live and believe. <laughs> Lisa from Virginia. Hi, Virginia. And hi, War Dogheim. Hope you're taking care of Montana for us. Is Montana a real place? It is. It's a real big place, too. Really? Hi, I'm Olivia from Star Trek Picard, and you're listening to Unplanned Trek. <laughs> the opening titles to season one are amazing. Uh, yes. Yes. I like They're that. absolutely beautiful. And the music is, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so's Isaac. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hollywood producer Mark Cartier, producer of the Shuttle Pod Show. So I think that previous scene was shot just up the street from where we're currently sitting right here. Mm -hmm. uh, In the digital Yuhu facility. And this is Vasquez Rocks. This is about 40 minutes oh. up the highway from here. It is. Wow. Which direction? That way. That way. Do That's like north. Do you like live in Star Trek? I live in Star Trek. <laughs> it was better weird. when I worked at Paramount. I, I was, I was living Star Trek. I'm Erica LaRose, and this is Unplanned Trek. <laughs> yeah, he owns a vineyard, so I think that's Chateau Picard. Ah, yes. I, I think the joke is though that the there isn't really a good wine that he makes is he doesn't it? make good wine it's a tart mead i think is what Wolf calls it margit showed up again hi margit i feel like all californians can just spot every location they see in star trek i do yeah yeah that's true except for uh uh strange new worlds that that shoots in toronto so whenever that's they're all, that's all canada isn't it yeah <clears throat> canada my 51st favorite place blame canada <laughs> Blame Canada. Blame Daniels. <laughs> Blame Daniels. Blame Daniels. <clears throat> hey, it's you. Yeah. yeah but... Oh, I just watched his uh, two episodes this last week in TNG. I love, I love you. Or three, I guess. So there was that uh, I Borg and Descent. Uh, Descent Part 1 and 2, right? Yeah. Were the brothers... Uh, yes. Soon reunite. And... Uh, Lore feeds uh, nasty emotions to Data through his fingernail. The nasty bit, of course, is peeling the fingernail back. Like, like that just makes me feel awkward. Oh, it's annoying. Yeah. We've got fingernails and for a reason. It's to protect that bit, whatever that bit's called. Why do we even have fingernails? I mean, apart from picking your nose. Yeah. Scratching. Hi, I'm Olivia from Star Trek Picard, and you're listening to Unplanned Trek. <laughs> oh, poor Tiffany Lowry. It makes me sad that the running joke is that his wine is terrible. I think that's hilarious <laughs> because he's not a vintner. He's 
a captain. <laughs> he's just, a, <laughs> he was meant to be gallivanting around the stars. He's a like, spaceship guy. Having experimented once in actually crushing up grapes and throwing yeast on them, it's not that hard to make wine. Like, Does it have to make good wine, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I didn't go further. All right, yeah. Um, it's not hard to make wine that you can drink and get shit-faced. It might be hard well, that's to make... that's what she's doing. She's drinking it straight out of the bottle right now, Raph is. She's yeah, sitting on Vasquez's rocks, for those of you, if you want to see where we're at. She's yeah, sitting oh, on yeah. Vasquez's rocks, fighting with Picard again, and she's got a bottle of his wine. Yep. In here. And she's smashing Look how pretty it. that is. That's fantastic. You what? should go down there, mate. Mark, you should go down and we should, should film from there. We uh, were thinking about putting together an impromptu uh, Vasquez Rocks uh, visit during our live event in April. Oh, sweet. Welcome. No. Isaac, are you throwing things around the house? Um, I yeah, you my dog is. Um, <laughs> we'll give her a great Somebody medical. sent, I don't know if anyone can see Aslan's uh, blanket. Blanket? But it's a Minnesota blanket. It's the University of Minnesota blanket. Of course it is. It's upside down. It was sent to us uh, by one of our uh, uh, community members. It was very, I mean, it was, I think it was, a, it was a Christmas gift for me. I'm very grateful for it. Hollywood producer Mark Cartier, producer of the Shuttle Pod Show. So, so then um, they're getting really, he's like, you got to help me with this shit. And she's yeah. like, just. She's just, just smashing out. that Pinot, yeah, yeah, out of the bottle. She doesn't even have a curly straw, so she's she's you know really serious about getting drunk and getting drunk quick. Oh, I was going to make the comment before that the Picard's wine might not be bad. It might just be that he doesn't have cultured friends. You know, <laughs> they used to that since the whole. Look, I'm going to say, Isaac, mate. I don't think you. No, I, I seriously don't think you could grow. You could make bad wine in France. Thanks, I think, I think. Oh, I think, I've had bad wine in France. Oh, have Those you really? Friends. Yes. Yes, I have. Oh, Mar Marty, Marty, Mark. Do tell I've us. never had bad wine in Tasmania. Oh, me neither. <laughs> Although my criteria for bad is like pretty low bar. <laughs> like vinegar, right? <laughs> it's like if it's got. If you I got one question. Like, Does it work? <laughs> yes. I'm Erica LaRose, and this is Unplayed. Who's JL talking to here? Raffi, right. Raffi. She got him a pilot. And this guy's cool. This is one of my favorite oh. Star Trek characters. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the, the guy is Crystal Ball. We love Crystal Ball. If I had a ship like his ship, I would totally have every hologram look like me. I'm, I'm aware, mate. Yes. yes. All of my holograms look like you too, Andrew. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, no. I would seriously have that because I'd be like, hey. Hogan, go and get me a beer, you fucking idiot. And he'd have to go and do it. It'd be great. Hologram Hogan. Hologram Hogan. I'm Connor Trenier, and this is Unplanned Trek. For people watching along, one of the things that we take note of that happened in the episode is any instances of food or drink for the Neelix medal, and it's one that I've got this week. So you, you might have seen me typing away a fair bit. There's been a lot of drinks so far. Oh, yeah. yeah. Does the cigar count as food when you're chewing on it? 
We will talk about that after the. What credits. about the scene? If your performance is a little schmackty, is that eating? Because you're chewing the oh, chewing scenery. Dramaturgy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing that Mark does, guys, is he takes a really long bow. What definitions are for our show? So, what counts as a pet and what counts as a fight? Are really uh, quite liberal on our show. Oh, look, I do like the uh, emergency bartender hologram. Thank yeah, you, Wardogon. Wardog, yeah. I'm thinking ahead. I think we would need to get the um, emergency doctor's um, hollow emitter for our bartender. You can't just stay in the kitchen, right? I would just live my whole life on the holodeck. Jesse thinks that uh, if Andrew had emergency holograms, that they would all look like Pulaski. Oh, hello. You know they would. <laughs> and I, I tell you what, interesting though that Andrew's not the first person to mention Pulaski this week. That was Jesse. <laughs> and you know, Kyle Riker, he's 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 got a lot to answer for. Hey, this is kind of fun. We got people from all over the place here. We got UK here, we got Germany here, we got Australia, we got a lot of the United States, we got Canada, at least one place in Canada. It's really cool. Thanks everyone for joining us today on this. It's a, a lot of fun. I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned interruption. Oh, that's a good line. Raffi warned me you're a speech maker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is really good, isn't it? Unplanned track. We've had a comment here that uh, um, if they had a, a hologram bartender, it would be named Isaac from the Love Boat. I have oh. used that joke a bit. I've, um, <laughs> at, my, at my parents' chagrin, I have said that I was named after Isaac from The Love Boat. Um, uh, of course yeah. you were. Yeah. <laughs> Is it fair yeah. slightly in love with Picard at the moment? Yeah. That's, that's I would say that. That's... Uh, in case you didn't hear uh, Aslan, she's saying she thinks it's fair that the emergency therapist hologram here or navigational hologram is in love with Picard. It's crushing, oh, on, Picard. crushing on Picard hard. Yeah, oh, romance in the air. Yeah, it could be. Could certainly count. Blaine Daniels. Blaine Daniels. Now, did we see mention their number one? Number one, of course, isn't Riker in this. Number one is it's the dog. Dog, and he's a good boy. He's a good boy. Hi, I'm Olivia from Star Trek Picard, and you're listening to Unplanned Trek. We've got another comment that Shadow Picard shows up in Captain's Pike's quarters in Strange New Worlds. Yes. But this would have been made by Picard's grandfather, probably. Maybe it was good then, and it went goes downhill in the TNG era. I can see that. You know, like, that guy, was it Robert, his brother that was looking Robert? Up? Yeah. He was, he was angry, and if you're an angry um, vineyard, Vine or, Vineyard. Know, yeah. Well, sorry, we're in your wheelhouse, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you no, I no, I totally agree with you. You can't be angry making wine. That's that yeah. that's a good point. But right um, there. But, but you grow them in a vineyard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what are we eating, Mark? Oh you've always got bloody chips. Do I write down really bloody? Good. Can I just yeah. say that every time we do this show, buddy Mark Cartier has fucking chips. He gets prepared for the show. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, but I don't have any chips. Yeah, but why don't you because, just go over to Mark's place? Like well, because has. he could send me some fucking chips. You could, you yeah. know, you've got post. You could send me some, you, you UPS me some chips. 
And for those that do want to send Hogan chips, just send it to Post Office Box 1, Tasmania, Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can send it to just just Hogan's house t- slash Tasmania. <laughs> It'll get here. Fine. All right. There's a battle here. There's a fight. Oh, yeah. who the uh, Romulan assassins are invading Chateau Picard and his uh, house uh, oh, Zaban. are just murdering no. everyone. Not Zaban. Look at this. Look how badass she is. Yeah, but, you know, because they're both tell she are. They are. Everyone is, mate. What's um, Laris's boyfriend's name? Um, Jaban. 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 Yeah. I don't even know what letter that starts with. They're married. It's Zed. Z-H. Z-H-A-B-A-N-N. I knew it began with J. Hollywood producer Mark Cartier, producer of the Shuttle Pod Show. Was Girati in the fight, or did she just get there as though, you know, wrapping no, up? No, no, she, she popped one off. Yeah, that's not what I asked, mate. <laughs> this is Jack Dorino from Let's Talk About Treks, and this is too short to be a promo. I'm just reminded of that lovely final scene that Laris and Picard have at the end of season three. Oh, oh where yeah. she says, uh, that's so sad. Be a seat waiting for you or something. <laughs> I'll be right back. Yeah. Oh, this this is great. So Zaban wants to like Zaban wants to slap the shit out of the guy. But Laris is like, we don't do that anymore. And he's like, oh really? Disappointing. I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned interruption. This doesn't look like a very good like jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, but we wouldn't be good at jigsaws either if we were there. No, but it looks like she's just making up shit, just putting it anywhere. Like, I, I could do that, and I'm stupid. Welcome to podcasting with Andrew Hogan. <laughs> yeah, but I've got no fucking idea, and I can still do that. <laughs> you just, just got to look confident, that's all. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So we're, we're talking about doing the dirty on Hugh. Why did they bring Hugh back? Because he's awesome. Yeah, but they only brought him back to kill him. Yeah, I can... Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Don't. We don't talk about that. No. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a bloody no. Yeah. Oh, Jesse, you're right. I agree. Hugh's yep. death was senseless. There was a lot of senseless yeah. deaths in the first season of Picard. <laughs> they could have given him a worthwhile death in Iborg. <laughs> yeah, see? Um. <laughs> I'm Connor Trenier, and this is Unplanned Trek. Yeah, I like this dude. Uh, He's got a bit of a Spock look about him. so romantic. When he said, are you all right? I, like, took a deep breath. I was like, holy, he cares about me. I saw that. I saw that. (laughs) This romance right here. He's about to seduce her. The blue eyes and that dark hair. Oh, jeez. Okay, this counts as romance too. They're brother and sister, but she's all weird and lead. Look at that. She's smelling them. Yeah, it's been allowed since Game of Thrones. You're allowed to <laughs> you're allowed to do this on TV. This is where we're at. A Romulan <laughs> uh, brother and sister. And you know, Star Trek does preach infinite diversity and infinite combinations. So, you know, it's a, it's permissible. Yeah. But yeah, they, these two do have a, a weird yeah. kind of narcissistic love not love really hate you really love oh, you yeah look at that 
He's rubbing his face on his sister's face like they're gonna make out. Yeah. Are you are you okay, Mark? Because you you were liking him, and they're obviously. No, this 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 ruined this ruined it. Yeah, <laughs> this was my favorite episode. And now it's not. <laughs> no, I don't actually like anybody uh, other than Erica. That's the one I like. Mm. I'm Erica LaRose, and this is Unplanned Tricks. What I like about there being so many, um, uh, what do we call him, Christoph, Christoph, Chris? I don't know. But the fact that we've got so many of him means that he qualifies more than once for the medals that we do. So, like, he could get oh. three three different versions of him, could get the Picard or Keiko O'Brien medal. Well, Which I mean, they're. Individu- I think they're still individuals. They're all unique individuals because they're, you know, exactly. EMHs yeah. or EME emergency navigator. Yeah. Hollywood producer Mark Cartier, producer of the Shuttle Pod Show. Is this the end of the episode already? Oh no, it is. Pretty bloody quick. That felt fast. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was incredibly enjoyable, but the fun doesn't stop with what we do here on Unplanned Trek. What no we way. do now is we have about seven or eight segments where we'll talk through what we've just watched and award points based on on things that we like, dislike, what we've seen in the action, and we record these votes and we tally them all up for our end-of-year award show. So mm. unlike other famous game shows, the points are important and do matter. The Captain Jean-Luc Picard medal. So we better start with the Picard medal, which we, um, which is fortuitous calling it that with this one that we've watched this week, given that it's from Star Trek Picard. But Andrew Hogan, co-host, co-founder yeah. of Unplanned Trek and um, general good optometrist, has been, um, is going to ascribe after he has prescribed a three, two, and one for the best three characters this week. Who impressed you, Mr. Hogan? I really liked um, uh, Picard is a great show. And the reason Picard's a great show is because it has great characters and it has great new characters. So if one is giving the Picard medal, then simply one vote absolutely goes to Jean-Luc Picard. It's just because he... He drives the episode. He comes up with the plan. He's like, okay, I'm going to go to Raffi and she's going to know a bloke who's got a ship and the, the, the ship's going to look like Buck Rogers' ship and it's going to be fucking awesome and they're going to go and do some flying around. Okay, so JLP, one vote. Now, second vote I'm going to give to the um, Rios hologram that fixes his big thing stuck in his shoulder i can't remember the name of that hologram but i think it's the emergent it's it's his his emergency medical hologram so he had an emergency medical hologram and then he had an emergency navigation hologram yeah because that was um because that was a bit of um like you know that was pretty pretty funky shit so i i I just like the fact that Excuse me, I'm on it. Um, just the fact that um, 
he's he he was able to you know that hologram was a bit sassy. He he got a bit of you know bit of well you know if you don't get shit stuck in you I don't have to take it out. So he gets two votes, and then yeah, three votes. Three votes goes to Rafi. Yeah, because um well because basically she's awesome. Like and and this is just I'm being completely serious here. You know. Raffaella Musica is just one of the most sensational characters in Star Trek. She's just, she's flawed and and clever and driven and also just smacked down because bad shit happened to her. And, and, and she's still, and she's still, you know, she could have said to Picard, no, fuck off, dickhead. I don't know any dude with a chip. And she's like, nah. I know this bloke called Crystal Ball and he's got a ship and it's great. And she did that. And so she's 100% three votes to me. All right. So can we recap that? Yeah. One card, two emergency navigational hologram and three Raffi. Terrific. I was was thinking you'd give them all to uh, Christoph Bell, to be honest, but that's fantastic votes, mate. Yeah, look, this time around, okay, it's because I had to go and do some serious actual proper stuff, and so my brain's, like, in, like, normal mode. Wow. Oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry anyone that's listening. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know. Um, it, it won't happen again. Yeah, thanks, mate. Uh, yeah, that's a promise, everyone. The Keiko O'Brien Medal. Well, the good has to be outweighed by the bad, and we do the same thing there we did for the best three characters, for the three either most annoying or irritating characters, or people that just stop the plot from progressing. And Mark's put his hand up to have a look at that this week. Marcus, who rankled you this week? And, you know, present company included, of course. Well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... I have to say that I uh, I immediately regretted volunteering for the Keiko O'Brien Award. Uh, <laughs> uh, there we go, the Keiko O'Brien Medal, um, because I was far more interested in talking with all y'all uh, uh, than I was in paying super attention to what sucked about the episode. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm going to say uh, that uh, Isaac's technical problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna get three points. <laughs> I'm just gonna give them to me rather than my problems. My problems don't deserve points. Yeah, <laughs> Isaac Brown gets three points for being the worst or most irrelevant part of the episode <laughs> because of all the technical issues that are his responsibility. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I'm doing this backwards then. So Isaac, there you go. Uh, two goes to Vasquez Rocks <laughs> because it's like why? Okay, I mean, look, I get it. It was cute. You're you're throwing it out to Star Trek fans. All Star Trek fan, fans know that Vasquez Rocks is that's the famous spot where the alien planets are and where you know uh, 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 Kirk defeated Rubber Outfit Gorn. Ah! Mm-hmm. Ah. 
Uh, and then it's uh, I see Jesse B messaging right now. I agree with uh, her entirely. Uh, so Vasquez gets two points. Uh, one point goes to the brother sister love fest. Uh, oh, I found yeah. that that was incredibly <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> like, <laughs> in what way? I mean, other than establishing cre uh, creepiness, yep. but it was such a different kind of creepiness, like. It just so you was mean, unnecessary. I, they you mean the two Romulans? Yeah. The Romulan brother and sister, the Romulan spies. Oh. The boy oh, yeah. is a seducing robot girl, and the sister yeah. was like licking his face uh, and yeah. telling him not to get too enthusiastic about it. Um, they um, are, like, it is absolutely, they are the... Um, Lannisters. They're basically, um, what's it, the, um, oh, what am I thinking of? The brother sister from Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah, yes. exactly. That's Except they don't are. have children together. Hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I assume. Yeah. I don't know. The spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> They're the brothers from Oasis. That's what they are. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, what, I, what I love about that, Mark, is I'm literally three times worse than the brother and sister love fest, as you call it. Oh, yeah. You know, let's turn this around. <laughs> no, no, I'm fine with that. I know that. Okay. <laughs> I would rather deal with the brother sister love fest than Isaac's bullshit technical difficulties. Dogs wag tails, and cats don't like to be seen. This one's for Grudge, because she is our queen. We invited Aslan to have a look at the Grudge Medal, which we award for any pets. And I think a few things might potentially qualify this week. Aslan, did you um, did you note down any um, animals or, or pets this week? I didn't see any pets. There were some like flying robots in the background at one point. I was considering maybe accepting those, but no pets. No pets. I, I, I mentioned I... Ollie in the introduction, and the only reason was that is that's my dog who knocked over a, a cup during recording as well, which goes into my technical difficulties we mentioned earlier. That counts. She's, she's certainly angling for a point this week. But, yeah, apart from Molly, um, who looks so beautiful now that butter wouldn't melt in her mouth. I, yeah, I, think I don't right. know that that's all. I Here think there may have been some other pets in this episode. There was some heavy petting. There was some heavy oh. Yeah. So brother sister duo, there was some petting there. Yeah. Oh, there's each other's pets. I uh, mean the Gallagher brothers. Yeah. Uh, also <laughs> Hugh. Uh the reclamation project is Hugh's pet project. Or, or is he a pet in the project? Or is he a pet? Or see, there you go. Who knows? That's the that's the narrative masterness of, of, of master. Oh, number one was mentioned as well. Oh, the dog. Picard's yeah. dog is number one. Yeah. Mm. yeah, barking in the background, says Jesse B. Right, 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 right. Picard's uh, Romulan spy housekeepers are his pets. Okay, I kind of oh. had that thought, but I felt bad even thinking about saying And that. she she becomes his, like, pet pet. Oh, Laris. Laris is the best. Laris is amazing, but she likes it when he pats her head. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, I, I did mention before that Mark does like taking a not the literal 
meaning of what these medals are, but stretching it. And I love it. I'm all for it. Um, Thank he, you. He takes, he takes a long bow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I take also, the long bow. Also known as complete and utter bullshit, but that, that's okay. That's our show. That's the that's our synopsis, mate. Yeah. Thank you. stay with Aslan, who was also looking out for the Morn Hub medal this week awarded to any romance or sexy hijinks that we saw this week. There might be a little bit here. What, what did you what did you find this week, Aslan? That was definitely the navigation system. The yeah. emergency navigational hologram. Captain yeah. Very yeah, in love with Captain Picard. Yeah. Serious yep. man crush right there. <laughs> that stuff continued. <laughs> That's nice. What did I do? Why is everyone saying, oh, Mark, LOL, Mark? What did I do? <laughs> no, because you're a fucking legend, dude. Yeah, everyone has to be a lot more specific. <laughs> I just, I, I, I can't get my enterprise back on my thing. Euphemism, mate? Uh, no. No? All right. Uh, any Thanks. other ro romance there, Aslan? Sorry, what was the question? Any other romance? So the bro, uh, the yeah. uh, emergency navigational hologram was your first one. I had to break the romance section down into like three different sections. So I have physical, <laughs> I have mm. gesture, and I have spoken. Ooh. So yes, yes. So like obviously that. the navigation system spoke the most about how much he loved Captain Picard, which is why he like came to the top. Um, yeah. The, yep. Robot and the guy, because he whispered in her ear. The robot and the whispered. handsome Romulan uh, yeah. bro of the bromance duo. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. So, and <laughs> I'm going to call him Dreamboat Romulan. Dreamboat <laughs> Romulan. That's, oh my gosh. Now I want to rewatch this whole season of Picard so that I can emulate the way he behaves when he walks into a room so that he's Erica just, will continue to like. He's just not. Uh, he's you've just already not, got it. He's you've not already got it. I got to plug it again in case she's watching now. So the uh, nonverbal, the gestures was mm -hmm. was it Captain Rios? Was that his name? Captain Rios. And his loving mm. stare at the stars. That was literally like that. That yeah, yeah. That was that was a special. <laughs> Looks like we lost Isaac. This is what this is what happens in Tasmania all the time. I'm, I'm telling you. It's Isaac's technical problems. That's why he got three points on the Keiko Award this week. No, it's because it's because Tasmania is only is is like a pretend place. Uh, like, what other Morn Hub points did you have? What what romance? So the Morn Hub so medal is the yeah. physical. The physical ones go between the dreamboat and his two love interests. His sister robot. <laughs> Uh -huh. Sister and the the sister and then the robot. Should the sister get an award for how much she liked the smell of the uh, of the brother of the robot? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so the, the what are we dreamboat Romulan? That's what we're calling dreamboat him. Dreamboat Romulan. Yeah. And his two love interests. I understand why his sister robot. was all like, "I want to smell you," because he's so dreamy. He's a dreamboat. I think I think we're just calling him Noel Gallagher. Did we miss any romantic moments? Um, no. Oh, what about yeah. Robot and, and Dreamboat? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so Robot and Dreamboat Seduction. Yeah. 
uh, robot. I'm sorry, uh, Dreamboat and and sister. sister. Yeah. Uh, Picard and Larry. I'm gonna say. Oh, Picard and Laris. Oh no, Laris. yeah, sorry. Yeah, totally. Picard is like absolutely hot for Laris. That's so obvious. Which is? Do you think it's obvious of, yet? Which what? Do you think it's obvious yet? Yeah, no. It yes, it's it's very obvious yet. Which is kind of dodgy, considering that she's like married to Jaban, who he also employs. So, like you know, she's the housekeeper, and he's the does the vineyard shit, and he like totally wants to pants her. It's like very obvious. <laughs> Which is like dodgy. You shouldn't do that. I mean, okay, maybe I did it once, but you shouldn't do that stuff. What about Captain uh, Rios and himself? Mm, I love. Well, I think that. he does himself all the time. Yes. Yeah. Does not his navigation system just kind of look like him? All of his holograms look like him. Yeah. His doctor, his engineer. What doesn't he have? Uh, a psychiatrist. That... Do we give? Um, do we give the Romulan and Mark a point? The dream Dreamboat Romulan? Oh, hey. I, you know, I think that's well-deserved. Mm. I think I I've think established the precedence of making these rules fun. So <laughs> I think we can totally do that. <laughs> so our, our friend our friend Monopill Films reckons that uh, we don't... How do we Monopil know that Romulans film. aren't polyamorous? And I'm like... Yeah, look, Romulans are probably polyamorous, but that's different to like just shagging your sister, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the Denoblians doing doing that, but they were polyamorous. Oh, the Denoblians are all over that shit. When I'm in a good mood, I celebrate with some food. But when I'm in a bad mood, I also have some food. Chicken skewers, reminiscent of a helix. But this metal, well, it's named after Neelix, named after Neelix, the Neelix Medal. Well, the next one we've got is the Neelix Medal, which we award to any food or drink that we saw in the episode. And um, I was wandering through that one this week. So I, I put down um, Rafi's vaping. Like I, It feels like you ingest. It might be, again, a... A Mark Cartier Lombard. Consumption, yeah. Yeah. She also was picking grapes um, at Volquez Rocks or whatever they're called. Uh, Vasquez, was... Vasquez Rocks. Vasquez, sure. Vasquez. Was... Vasquez from Aliens. There was wine drunk directly from the from the bottle. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> you were there before we hit record, mate. No, I was fucking there a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Rios had some cigars. He also had some whiskey, or as Mark described it, whiskey or something, when he was uh, having a medical procedure. Uh, I think he had some glass lodged in his shoulder or something. Uh, we also had Mark's chips. The Tuvix Medal. Mark has the Tuvix Medal which we award to anyone that dies in the episode, any deaths. Ah. Mark was on the lookout, trying to snuff them out. What did you find, Mark? Uh, I, I, again, I immediately regretted having to watch out for awards. I think yes, next yes. time I'm going to watch this in advance. I'm going to pre-aim right. it 
and write down that way we can jabber on about the episode and have fun and me not worrying about missing everything uh i want bourbon way to rub it in ha 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 ha, ha. Ah. <laughs> you're welcome Blank uh, the intruders the yeah so uh the romulan assassins i think there were five of them we're just gonna say five uh yes. they maybe we're gonna say six i think three were killed by uh laris and dude i think uh uh one was killed by amanda pill and i think uh one was killed by picard and i think one was killed by uh the guy who self 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 whatever yeah Marky. Self-melted. I hate to be that guy. No, it's Allison Pill. It's what? Allison. Allison, what did I say? Amanda? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Allison. You will be. I will be. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I, I, I could I, I didn't have any more dog. <laughs> Come on, man. I can totally plan ahead. Nothing I do is last minute. <laughs> that's true yeah uh jesse oh we did jesse's right um we missed andrew uh hogan's love for pulaski in the pornhub metal oh i'm, I'm oh, very look. happy to talk that jesse look who it is it's it's my point hi. it's erica hi erica. <laughs> hi erica what did erica say i'm erica LaRose, and this is unplanned trick she says hi hello. just saying hello she, in case, Erica, in case you missed it, uh, I was crushing on the handsome Romulan guy because of um, how well he communicated his uh, concern and love for Robot Girl. And I thought I could learn a lesson or two from him to, to make you swoon the way all of us swoon when he walks into a room. So anyway, don't mean to embarrass you. I got embarrassed and I wasn't even involved. Whatever. Woof! Good God. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. All right, we're going to move on to the Wharf Medal, which is uh, awarded to any fights in the episode. So some of these double up with the Tuvix Medal, of course, if you die fighting. But what we like is awarding many points for many different reasons. So I was keeping an eye on it this week. We had... At the beginning, we just had some ships fighting each other. They weren't really mentioned who was fighting, but we saw a bit of pew, pew, pew. It was a Star War, if you like. But we um, we won't talk about that. Um, but, yeah, that, that was something very early on. We had Jean-Luc fighting Starfleet. He literally handed in his resignation. I thought, though, with, him, with them accepting the resignation, perhaps it's not a fight. It's like, well, it's just a nice conversation. You know, give you two weeks' notice. He, give him his flowers, off he goes. I don't know. But, yeah, he, he seemed a bit combative, so I gave him one. In the same sense, Raffi and John Luke were having a fight too. She, she didn't want to be involved in the episode. Like three fights, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, I, I gave them a point. We've got, of course, the Romulans fighting Picard, Laris, Jaban. I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry. And, and Girardi came in late, but she was involved, so she gets a point too. Uh, Soji had a fight with the card reader. Uh, Laris and Javan with the tortured Romulan dude. And last of all, we've got um, Andrew Hogan's son, Clark, fighting cricket. There you go. That counts. 
Also, uh, you fighting your technical difficulties. Oh, I think. yeah, that's a big one. I've been fighting that for a while. Just me fighting whatever the audio buzz is. That's annoying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was fighting technical difficulties. And, uh, yeah, we'll go <laughs> just audio. <laughs> I don't think we've had audio. Down to, um, for those that play Wordle, audio is a very good starting word because you knock out four vowels straight away. I, of course, go brown. Um, because of course I do, because it's my last name. Should have they used a saucer separation? Well, we do have a couple of segments left that would normally fall to Andrew Hogan, but I'm happy to delegate in his absence with him um, doing weird doctor shit, as we call it. Um, <laughs> That's what... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to Tasmania. <laughs> That's amazing. Are we going to do? Um, is someone there happy to have a go at how this episode? Oh no, he's back! Hey, oh, I'm back. I nearly delegated, mate. This episode yep. was good, mate, but it could have improved mm. with the source of separation. Let us know how this episode would have been. This is the best one. Yeah. Yes, the okay. So. The thing is, right, the source of separation is totally designed to just fuck up anybody else who's watching it because who would who would expect that a ship just can turn into two ships? It's like yep. like it's a whole completely dumb concept. Now, the problem in this episode is that there's not much ship, is there? <laughs> it's like there's, there's really very little ship so um i'm i'm a bit conflicted i'm not sure i'm not sure whether this episode could have been improved with a source of separation um mostly because we don't have a ship with a saucer but yeah, uh, yeah. if we did okay so we have the la serena now the la serena doesn't really have a saucer, but let's just expand the concept and say that it's got two little nacelles out the side. Maybe they're nacelles, maybe they're maybe they're 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 photon torpedo launchers. I don't know what the fuck they are, but they look really awesome. Okay, what if those two things could detach and fly around by themselves? Like that would be really good because <laughs> then the La Serena, right? So so. Um, so Crystal Ball, Crystal Ball could be like flying around, going, ha ha, I'm flying around, doing my like flying around stuff, say so with my like, you know, like, you know, Thunderbird one, blah, 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 blah. And then he could be like, and these two little things could fly off to the side, and they could be all like, I will shoot the fuck out of you. And even while you're shooting the main dude in the middle. And so that is what I reckon the last Serena should do. And I know that's pretty lame, but that's all I've got. <laughs> I, I don't believe that for a moment. I, I must admit, I got a little bit lost, but I found it quite relaxing. So thank you for your explanation. Oh, I took that opportunity to read, catch up on some chats. So, yeah. Hogan. Up on the screen there. There you go. This is for you. Hogan. Yeah. Is he, is he here? Is he here today? Oh. Oh. Oh, the man? You mean the main man? The main man. 
Oh, the main yeah. man. Hang on. Um, look, I'm not. I'm not sure if he's here. Can I? Will you give me a moment? I will give you a moment. That's exactly what I'll give you. I'll explain what's going on to anyone that's right. not involved with your moment. We have a really special guest each week, so much so that he's not necessarily a special guest, but could it potentially be a co-host? It is Shinzon. He is about, I don't know, three inches tall, maybe a little bit smaller, and he hosts his own talk show, which isn't necessarily related to our talk show that we've just done. Here he is. Late nights with Shinzon. Welcome, Shinzon. Hello, Shins. How are you today, mate? Hey, hey, fucking hello. Fucking hello. How are you, fucking bastards? What are you doing? This is like the worst fucking shit I've ever seen. <laughs> fucking dickheads. Anyway, why am I here? It was a good question. It's a good That's question. Because we don't, none of us know. <laughs> did did yeah. you watch oh, this episode, oh, mate? Oh, 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 there's that fucking, it's a fucking Mark. It's a fucking Mark. Can you guys? Oh, yeah. my God. You are like, geez, your fucking head. Your fucking head looks like my ass. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Have you? Oh, guess what? Guess what happened? Guess what happened last week? Okay, the fucking viceroy. Okay, he got a cricket bat stuck up his ass. It was so funny. Why is he ever invited? Because I'm a fucking legend. All right, I'm fucking yeah. bloody better looking than you. Have you seen my dad? My dad's fucking awesome. Okay, my dad has got like the best bald head. He's like smooth. Like me. Okay? Like me, smooth. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you bastards. Fuck off. Late nights with shins on. Was written by Andrew Hogan and developed by Isaac Brown. I'm George Takei. All characters played by Andrew Hogan. I'm Connor Trenier. Executively produced by Mark Cartier and Connor Trenier for the Treks and Trekkers network of podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter or X as at Late Night Shinzon. This is Bruce Horak. Tune in next time for more Late Nights with Shinzon. I'm Bonnie Gordon. Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. Blame Daniels, Blame Daniels. Oh, jeez. <laughs> jeez, that was like, what happened then? I that think uh, Wardogheim summed it up uh, succinctly. I don't, I, look, I think that, I'm, I'm not sure that we should invite fucking, hello, fucking, I'm back, I'm back, I'm fucking back. Yeah, yeah, fucking Isaac. I think I can, I can mute chins on if I need to. <laughs> He's not really. He's not very keen on Isaac. Yeah, I lost three minutes of my life that I can't get back. Uh, I don't think it was three minutes. It felt like three minutes. It could go go for more than three minutes. Um, Yeah, he's like a. The problem with Shinzon is that he's just like a bit angsty. Yeah, he he is a little bit angsty. Over now, yes, that's that's over. Yeah, and also like. I, I think the Viceroy doesn't do him any favours. Yeah. You know. I, I mean, sometimes Andrew cops heat for this, but he's holding him back. I am. I am. I'm, yeah, it's community job, service. What, what, what my job is to just... Oh, my you're job saying is to he's not, doing, like, a great work oh, for you. Oh, hello. Fuck. Look. Look. Jeez. Shit. <laughs> oh, God. How come Batman's not uh, stepping in, into action? Oh, Batman's yeah, Batman. 
Batman just hangs around. Batman's just there to put his fucking just sit there and be a dickhead. Batman's smart and knows not to get involved in these things. You can't beat Shinzo. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Uh, do we have any other medals or awards? No, we we we, we, purpose, we purposefully put shins on masks. <laughs> has anyone uh, has anyone noticed that we missed anything over the? Is anyone have a question or a comment about the episode that they want to say before we wrap this all up? I gotta say, I um, the first time I watched, I was so excited when Picard was announced. Yeah. Mm. I thought it was a great idea. Picard is retired. He's living on his vineyard and he's like longing for the stars and, you know, uh, the, all the adventure in his life is now in the past. I thought, what a great concept. And how does he reignite that fire for adventure? And then when I first started watching it, I was like, oh, this is great looking. But I couldn't just—I just couldn't get into it. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. But going back and watching it, so when season three came out, I went back and I rewatched all of Picard, and I was like, and I, it drugged me in a little more. I was like, oh, there's actually really good stuff in here. And if you're a fan of the show, the filmmakers try really hard uh, to throw lots of little nuggets our way. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that was mentioned earlier is all of the uh, unnecessary deaths so like uh, i think jesse mentioned in the chat when yeah. uh uh hugh uh dies in season one it's it's sad and unnecessary and oh, it's devastating. that was devastating i mean and the, that's a good thing it's good when you're devastated by a character's death you know that that character served a purpose. yeah uh justice for roe whatever <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um there were, and then, uh, 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 what was his name? Seven of Nine's eldest Ichib. Four kid, Ichib. Yeah, Ichib. Ichib dies, I think, in this next episode. Uh, and that was on. That was sad to see. Yeah, and um, and 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 brutal and gruesome. And it was brutal and gruesome. Yeah. And uh, I think it was supposed to motivate uh, Seven, sort of pirate. Uh, plot arc in season one, but we didn't see enough of it. She just showed up when we needed her instead of we didn't follow her around. Uh, like we follow Raffi around and Worf around in season three, we didn't follow seven around. Mm. That would have been nice, yeah. You're right, it would have been cool to see some of her, even some of her backstory as well. Like what, what happened between Voyager and now for her. We, we hear a little bit of it, but it'd be cool to kind of see some of that stuff. You know, her being a, a furnace ranger and all that. So yeah. some of the side missions and stories would be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been fun to watch her uh, vigilante vengeance uh, over Isha's death. Mm. Is yeah. That, am I making that noise? Should I? The oh. technical difficulty point? <laughs> That's okay. You can make that noise. We don't care. <laughs> we welcome it. I mean, I really care you about because you don't want to be the sole responsible technical difficulty person. For those that are new to our concept of what we do, this is what we do each week is we watch a random episode and then award points to it with these various segments that we've done post the credits rolling. We are really close, actually, to doing our 100th episode in a couple of weeks' time as well. But if you like Star Trek and want to check out our back catalogue, um, we've got, yeah, 
97 other podcast episodes of Star Trek where we've done this, where we pick a random episode and review it in this way. The Fifty Shades of Trek thing, that's just something that we've only started this year, and I believe, what number are we up to? About 43 this week, I think. This we're was counting 43, down, yeah. yeah. we're counting down the 50 sexiest episodes of Trek. So, or, or as I like to call it, is it Sub Rosa this week? Yes or no? <laughs> but we'll be doing another one next week. Um, looking forward to revealing that during the week, what we're going to be doing. Oh, yeah, and a, and a plug to our Patreon page. What we're doing at the moment is we're reviewing Star Trek V, but we're only reviewing each minute each week. So we'd look at one minute by itself um, and, yeah, and review that. We do a best and worst like we did today and any of the other medals that crop up. It is incredibly fun. Uh, and for as little as $2 a month, you can you can join us for that as well, where, yeah, we record a, a weekly podcast on one minute. Uh, I have to say, for those of you who have uh, not heard uh, Unplanned Trek, Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, one minute at a time, it's amazing. It's the reason uh, that we're friends. <laughs> because it's brilliant. They watch 60 seconds once a week and do a, a breakdown of those, a very in-depth breakdown of, of every single minute in Star Trek V. Mark for did the magnificent that if we keep going the way we are, we'll release about 17 and a half hours of content on this yeah. movie. Just on this movie. 17 and a half hours worth of Star Trek V, the, the final frontier, or as I like to call it, the greatest frontier. Uh, yeah. This is one of my favorite movies uh, <laughs> ever. It's the one Shatner directed. Uh, yep. And if you're uh, a patron for the Shuttlepod show, we're about to make the entire uh, Star Trek V Final Frontier one minute at a time available uh, for you. And uh, Andrew and Isaac are going to join us to start doing minute-by-minute -minute breakdowns of other movies uh, where we have fun, make jokes, really uh, go in the rabbit hole dissecting uh, unimportant moments because... <laughs> Uh, and, but when you look at it as a movie, it's like, why do I care about that moment? But when you look at it, it this you only have one minute, uh, and you drill down deep to get to the heart of the matter. It's uh, it's really fun. It's a lot. It's it's funny, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, everything matters when you're looking at it that small. Uh, our very first episode, nearly half of it was the Paramount Mountain. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Uh, the best couple of minutes of the whole uh, thing so far have been credits, yes. the logos, the studio logos at the top. That yeah. was a bloody good mountain. Seriously. There was a whole minute where there was nothing but um, uh, the wind blowing across the desert and a guy drilling a couple of holes. Yeah. Oh, Peter Garrett. Peter Garrett, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we love, we fucking love Peter Garrett. He was hey, awesome. Yeah. And the horse with no name. Yep. We've got, we've got a few favourites in that, so... Yes, Mark said that that will be available to um, to patrons of um, the Shuttlepod show, and it, it already is available on the Unplanned Trek channel. Yeah, get on it, okay? You know, get on this, get on this crazy shit that we're doing. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, Un Unplanned Trek is fun. If you guys, uh, anyone who's not, I mean, everyone here, I assume, has seen it, but. Um, the reason I like Unplanned Trek is because they do a very different thing. They they watch and love Star Trek, and instead of 
you know, going through the synopsis and, you know, uh, which is great. That's perfectly fine. There are people who are very, very, very good at that and very entertaining while they do it. But what I like about Andrew and Isaac is that they, they watch it, they laugh, uh, they have fun, and they, they award medals and points for uh, what they've seen. And uh, they're making a leaderboard over all of Star Trek canon. How many times was there, you know, how many times did Beverly Crusher kiss someone? How many times did, uh, was there, how many romantic candles have been in any scene of Star Trek? Uh, it's really fun. It's more than one. Was there a sex candle? No. I just want to, I, I just want to make an announcement that, um, we're gonna we're, we're gonna have a massive massive change next episode. I'm inspired by Aslan that we are going to have a blanket. Do we know what we're uh, we're gonna be here next week watching another episode in the Unplanned Treks uh, countdown of the top fifty sexiest episode of Star Trek? Uh, forty number forty two. This week was forty three. Next week is forty two. Do we know what it is, or are we gonna announce it on social media? I think we we can announce it here. So this week, guys, we're going to watch DS9's Shattered Mirror. Shattered we, Mirror. I don't know what season or episode it is. I'm sure somebody does. Uh, but that's what we'll watch next week. So if you had fun here, join us next week. We're going to give out some awards for Sexy Star Trek again. Excellent. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you Love all you for being here. You guys are amazing. With Shinzon. Late Nights with Shinzon was written by Andrew Hogan and developed by Isaac Brown. I'm George Takei. All characters played by Andrew Hogan. I'm Connor Trenier. Executively produced by Mark Cartier and Connor Trenier for the Treks and Trekkers network of podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter or X as at Late Night Shinzon. This is Bruce Horak. Tune in next time for more. Late nights with Shins. I'm Bonnie Gordon. Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. Blame Daniels, blame Daniels. Mm-hmm.